Remember, you don't want to be pressured. You don't like salespeople. The reason why you say you don't like salespeople is because nobody taught them how to use tone and cadence. Nobody taught them how to reduce the anxiety of talking to a salesperson. They're all just regurgitating the same scripts anyways. So by you reducing the pressure for your prospect, it brings those walls down. And when those walls come down, trust goes up, rapport goes up. You actually have the ability to influence and sell them. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. My name is Vikram Diol. I am super grateful that you are here. Let's get into today's show. So today I want to talk about how do we become more neutral in our language? One of the big challenges that salespeople have is that they don't know how to use neutral language. A lot of clients, when they come to me, a lot of really good meeting people, when they come to me, they've been taught to ask questions like, Hey, what are you looking to buy? Hey, are you are you pre-approved yet, right? One, a prospect doesn't really understand what a pre-approval is. So when you ask them if they've been pre-approved, they, they honestly don't really know what that means. And so they're going to be like, oh, well, yeah, we're just waiting, right? Because you asked them a question that they didn't know how to answer. That's not neutral, right? A lot of clients, when they start working with me the, in the script that they were using or what they just always use is like, so are you ready to buy? It'd be like, hey, ring, ring. Hi, Bob. Hey, Bob. It's um, it, it's Vikram with Real Brokers. Um, I, I, I was the reason I'm calling is um, well, well, yeah. You told me you're gonna be ready to buy in like 90 days, so I'm calling you back. It's 90 days. So are 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 you ready to buy now? Like none of that's actually neutral languaging. And so what happens is even if you said it like in the right tonality, which I was using like typical tonality that a real estate agent uses, but even you use really good tonality and cadence, the questions you're asking are going to trigger that prospect to put up the wall. What we need to do is we need to use neutral language. We need to use language that tells the prospect, hey, it's okay to tell the truth. It's okay to talk to me. I'm not going to use what you share with me against you. I'm not going to sell you anything. What your job is, is to find the problem that they have and then see if your solution solves their problem. If your solution doesn't solve their problem, then you guys don't have a transaction. And that's okay. That's fine. Because when you know how to prospect, you're like, okay, it's cool. I'm not worried about it. Like these are not my people right now, maybe later. That's okay. But not right now. But when you use neutral language, right, it chills the prospect out. Like, how many of us have been taught this line right here? So, um, Sally, what would work better for you? Friday at two o'clock or Saturday at four, right? Offer two times. Let them choose. Friday at four, Saturday at two. I mean, that's a lot better than just saying, hey, would two o'clock work for you? Right? It's not a job interview. Like, probably wouldn't work for them. But instead of that, like, watch this. Instead of saying, hey, would two o'clock or four o'clock work for you on Thursday? Just say, hey, um, you know, like, I, I guess, like, what works better for you? Mornings, like late mornings or early afternoons? What works better for you? Uh, late afternoons or the weekend, right? Let them tell you and then you find time in your schedule. 
instead of you saying, hey, these are the two times I have, just say, hey, what works better for you? Mornings or afternoons? Right now, I wouldn't suggest meeting at nine o'clock in the morning because you should be prospecting, right? You've seen the videos, time blocking for prospecting early in the morning, like eight o'clock to 10. So you can get it out of the way because I don't like to prospect. You don't like to prospect. 98% of us don't like to prospect. So let's get out of the way. Time block it early. So you shouldn't be meeting typically like eight, nine, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning, right? Because that's the time for you to take care of the business. That's the time to, you know, after you're done prospecting, put out fires. That's, that's your time. Right now, if it's an out-of-town client or a one-off, okay, fine. Exceptions to the rule, no problem. But the rule should be, right, we're, we're, we're good, good, thumbs up, thumbs up. Can I get a thumbs up in the chat from the three people? Mom, mom, can I get a thumbs up? Thank you, mom, I love you. Neutral language allows your prospect to go through the process with you, right? Allows them to tell you everything that they tell, but they, everything that they want to tell you about why they reached out to you. And it does it in a very non-pressure way. Because remember, you don't want to be pressured. You don't like salespeople. The reason why you say you don't like salespeople is because nobody taught them how to use tone and cadence. Nobody taught them how to reduce the anxiety of talking to a salesperson. They're all just regurgitating the same scripts anyways. So by you reducing the pressure for your prospect, it brings those walls down. And when those walls come down, trust goes up. When those walls come down, rapport goes up. When those walls come down, you actually have the ability to influence and sell them because you are a salesperson, real estate salesperson license. You are a salesperson. It is not your fault you sell the old way, like 90, 95% of salespeople. It is your responsibility though to upgrade your skills and use neutral language if you want to see the results you you want. Two, three, four, five transactions a month, right? There's no reason why you can't be an agent that's making 20, 30, 40, 50, even $100,000 a month when you learn these skills, right? Another thing that I hear people say, oh my gosh, I hear so many funny funny things that real estate agents have been taught. It's, 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 it's crazy, right? So tell me why you're moving. Tell me why you're moving. Whoa. Literally, my my videographers just looked at me with like this look of like, whoa, that was aggressive. I literally hear people, tell me why you're moving, right? Like that is not neutral languaging at all. That is so far from neutral languaging. A better way to ask that, right? A better way to ask that. So, so um, Chris, when you guys saw the uh, the ad about one, two, three, I'm a badass real estate agent. When you guys saw the the ad about one, two, three, I'm a badass real estate agent. What what was it? Um, what was it about that ad that that you know made you reach out today? Super neutral. And now here's what's going to happen. Instead of you saying like, "Why are you moving?" They're going to tell you, "Well, our house is a little small, or we really like this property because of X, Y, and Z." Oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, what? Well, I guess tell me more about why that's important to you right? Oh, well, it's important because we're living in a two bedroom condo. We got two kids. We got the dog, right? Wife's pregnant. The in-laws are always here. I work from home. She's going to go back to work in six months. She's going to be working from home. We can't be in a two bedroom like condo with a den. Parents need a space. We need a space. We need an office. We needed this. We needed that. 
oh, wow. And the more they tell you, the more they tell themselves as well. Selling is not telling. Selling is asking questions in a way that allows the prospect to open up to you. So when you allow the prospect to open up to you by asking questions in a neutral tone and a neutral language pattern, the prospect doesn't feel any pressure. Instead of saying, hey, what's your timeline to buy? Right? That's a that's a good one. That's a good one that a lot of agencies, hey, what's your timeline to buy? Right? Super salesy. Hey, is uh, buying like more of a, a now project or is buying more of like a fall winter project, depending on the time frames, or is now is buying like a now project or is now or is buying like a summer project? Is selling your home like more of a now or is it more of like a you know Q3, Q4? If you're talking to like financial people, they'll understand Q3, Q4. If you're talking just to your a blue collar, right, you're gonna say the fall or the winter, right? So like also knowing the language that your clients are used to using right, will allow you to fit in because when you use their language, they're like, oh yeah, I get what you're saying, right? So when you use industry-specific terms, right, I'm going to do a CMA. Can I drop off a CMA? I don't, yeah, 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 sure. What is a CMA? I don't know. Comparative market analysis? I I don't even know what that means. Like, I've sold a lot of real estate. I I, I still don't know what a CMA means. Like, what, what am I comparing the market analysis to? I don't know. Right. When you use words like pre-approved, when you use words like lender, right, they don't they don't understand those fully because they buy a house every what, seven, 10, 5, 15, 20 years. Just because this is your in and out, remember, this is like when you go to a doctor and the doctor's like, oh, well, this thing that connects to that thing that goes to here, that goes to there, and they're using all these terms. And you're like, um, doctor, like, where is all that stuff inside of my body? Uh, what, what, what is the mitochondria do? Oh, that's the energy house. What, what does that even mean? Oh, it's the metab. What is, sir, sir, I, 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 I don't need a dictionary to have a conversation with you. Please, please put this in like English for me. Like, I don't know what language you're speaking, please English, right? That's the same thing. The prospect feels when you talk in terms that are for you and the other real estate professionals around you. So you need to dumb down those terms to neutralize it. Otherwise, you create resistance. When you call like an expired listing, right? For some of those, for some of you who call expires, I love expires, by the way. <laughs> like, what better now lead source? Like, people are like, oh, I want a qualified lead. I'm like, call expired. It's like, no, we don't want to call expired. I'm like, why wouldn't you want to call expired? Oh, I want to call expired. Why? It's hard. Of course it's hard. If it was easy, everybody would do it. If it was easy, like, you know, they would have already sold their house. But expireds are like now sellers. Like they've raised their hand, done the work, put their home on the market. They're ready to sell. They want to sell. Now they'll tell you this on the phone because they don't like you because you're a real estate agent and the last real estate agent lied to them, right? The last real estate agent said, I'm going to get you top dollar. I got the greatest marketing in the world. Blah, 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 blah. And they bought it and they're excited because they wanted to move. They want it out of this house for whatever reason. And when you call and you say, hey, I, I, I see that your property's uh, off the MLS. That's, that's sales, right? Industry jargon. You say something like, oh, I got a buyer for your property. And they're like, oh, really? Like 9,000 agents have buyers for my property that just came off the market 24 hours ago. Where were you guys all at? 
right? Do you see how that triggers somebody? I would be triggered. I'd be like, yo, where the F were you at yesterday? Like you were just waiting with this buyer to like take the property off the market so you could come swoop in and like, where, where were you guys at yesterday? And then you go to the house and when you show up to the house, what do you have in your pocket? What do you have in your bag? You have a listing presentation. You have a CMA. You want to sit down and talk to them about the property. You don't even want to see the property because you don't have a buyer. If you were in the same shoes, what would you do if you were the prospect? You'd probably be a little pissed. You cleaned the house, vacuumed it, put the dog out, maybe even sent the dog to a friend's house, got everything spruced up, spent the last two and a half hours for this buyer to show up, right? Oh, I got to just check the property first just to make sure it's a good fit for the buyer. I mean, do you do that for all of the properties? Like every property you show the buyer, do you actually go and preview? No. So why are you doing it on this one? Oh, because you're lying to them. And when you lie, you start a relationship off on a lie. What happens? Bad things. It's not neutral. That's very salesy. This is why agents don't love, or this is why people don't love salespeople because you lie. Lying is not neutral. A better thing that you could have said would be like, hey, you know, um, I was just, you know, I was wondering, like, do you have, like, do, do you, like, what, 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 I guess, like, what's the exact criteria that you're going to use to pick a new agent to actually cause your home to sell? Like, could you walk me through what your new process is? They're going to be like, uh, well, we're interviewing new people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and like, what, what are you asking them differently this time than on the last time? Uh, because they're going to ask the same questions, right? Because they don't have a process because they go off of feelings, right? So when you break that down, guess what happens? You start putting cracks on their foundation, right? Here's another language pattern you can use for an expired listing. So when they say something like, oh, well, we already have an agent that we're, we're thinking about using. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that, that, yeah, that, that's not a problem. Um, you know, I, I, I just, do you mind if I kind of pull back the curtains a little bit and, and ask a couple of questions real quick? I just got a couple minutes before my next meeting. Yeah, yeah, no problem. When your agent talked about marketing your home, like what, did they say they were going to list it on like 700 different websites? Uh-huh, yeah, okay, cool. And when they talked about marketing your home, they talk about marketing or they talk about exposure. Well, what do you mean? Well, I was just curious, like, are they marketing your home? Are they actually trying to get exposure for your home? Well, they said marketing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was afraid of that. Well, how come? Oh, oh well, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to pull back the, the Houdini and I'm going to share with you what agents do when they don't have a proper plan to get you exposure for your home. They tell you they're going to list your home on a lot of different websites, but actually when you put it into the MLS, that's like where we put all of our listings. That's, that's where we put all the houses that we're selling. We put that in there. What that does is it actually sends that out to like a hundred different websites. And so a lot of times real estate agents, when they don't really have a plan of attack and they don't know the avatar that we're going after, they talk about marketing, but they don't really talk about positioning and exposure. Is, does, does that sound like maybe something your agent said? And if their agent said that, because 95, 98% of agents do say that, you might get a couple of agents that talk about exposure and 
talk about like positioning, right? You might get a few and, and you, you know, that is what it is. You might not get that one particular listing, but you're going to get a lot more. When you say that to the seller, all of a sudden you put a crack in the foundation, crack in the foundation, crack in the foundation, but you get it so neutrally. You did it so nonchalantly like, oh yeah, hey, that's not a problem. That's great. I, I hope I hope you guys have a great time together. I just, you know, real quick before I, I got to go to my next call, um, I was just curious to date, right? I was wondering if they, right? And you start to break down the trust that they had in their previous process. And then you'd say something like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't even know if this would be helpful, but if you found this to be helpful, like, would you be opposed if I came over and showed you like what we do to possibly help people in your exact situation get their home positioned so that they get the exposure, so that they get the offer they want, the price that they want, the terms that they want? Would you be a would you be opposed to us sitting down and having a conversation around that? And if you're neutral the whole time, and if you're non-pressure the whole time, they're not going to have a problem with you coming over because they're not going to feel like you're going to try to sell them something. I'll see you guys on the next one.